Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, spiritualist minister, certified spiritual life coach, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. My next guest is a spiritual psychic medium, tarot consultant, crystal healer with a diploma. She has studied with the Spiritual Ventures Association to obtain her diploma in crystal healing. This was founded by Edmund Harold, who was a trans medium and linked the clear quartz crystal to trans mediumship. She is also a member of the ACH. O affiliation of Crystal Healing Organization. She's also studied extensively at the prestigious Arthur Finley College in Stansted, England, which is where I met her. I'm so pleased to welcome Branya West to the show. So nice to have you on the show and to have you share your voice with my listeners, Branya. Oh, thank you for inviting me. That's really lovely. Thank you. And we've got some of the technical issues behind us now, so we can <laughs> delve into the into the uh, the interview, I had some some issues with my recording um, software, so we're over that now. Yeah, so, we are indeed. So, Bronya, I met you when we were at the Arthur Finley College, and you really stood out to me. Um, I think we might have been in the same group a couple of times, and there was this authenticity and this can I say devotion to the work that you do, and I just thought. Oh, I have to have her on my show and I'd love to to work with her, which we're doing, by the way, listeners. Um, by the time you listen to this, we will have already had our event, which is where the two world meets, uh, meets November 12th online. So that's going to be cool because you have, um, I think we have different styles of working with the spirit world, but yeah, I really admire your style mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I love it. Um you know, everybody's got their own way of working with spirit, but how you work with spirit, how you convey the information, the evidence with like heartfelt sincerity. I thought, oh, I got to see if she'll work with me. And here we go. (laughs) So I love it. Oh, thank you. I'm so looking forward to working with you. That would be really amazing. Yeah, really it'll, it'll be neat to see how we work together because we haven't worked for, together professionally. We have in a class setting or setting at the college. I'm wondering if you can maybe tell uh, tell us, share a little bit about your spiritual journey and what led you to working with spirit and then moving into the intuitive arts. Okay, well, we've all got a story to tell, like you say. And when someone asks you, you're always thinking about your journey and it's not that you ever forget it it is that you know where did it all start and I can remember in my younger days just sitting on the windowsill and looking at the moon and thinking oh there must be more out there not not thinking anything about it um always love looking at the moon so I'm quite fascinated with the moon and the energies my grandmother passed when I was 13 so that was a big turning point in all our family's life um, because we had a very strong close family network and and a connection and I thought well where's my nanny gone you know I want to speak to her again I'd like to see her or feel her around and I feel I had more of an interest around about that age and I was searching and looking for things I was interested in spiritual matters I can remember A couple of occasions I felt someone was in my bedroom and I could see faces. I didn't think anything about it. And it was really um, when I was around about 18, 16, 18, my um, sister-in-law brought me a tarot deck. Now, many people say you should be drawn to your own tarot deck, which, yes, to a degree, I do believe so. But also, if someone thinks of you and offers you something on a spiritual nature, I'm always giving crystals away to people, I believe you should accept that gift. And um, it really just got me into the tarot. And I just was fascinated by the colours and the numerology. And I thought, oh, I I love these cards. So I played around with them for a little while, then was drawn to buy myself my own deck, which 
a lot of people who work with the tarot works with the rider weight deck. So that was the deck that I was drawn to. Um, so that kind of started my interest in the tarot. And then I was going around to watch different mediums work on platform. I then also had various readings. Like many of us, we have lots of readings with different mediums. And uh, medium said to me, oh, Bonnie, you'll be doing this work one day. And I sort of choked on my drink, really. I was taking a sip of water. I said, oh, no, I just got an interest in it. She said, no, she said, I have your nanny here. And she is telling me you will be doing this work. And she said, I know you'll be doing this work. And she said, you'll be going on to do great things. Well, you you take it for what it is. You know, I yeah. wasn't I wasn't looking for it. And I do feel mediumship, the psychic work, anything connected on the spiritual nature, I feel it does find you. I don't feel we ever seek it out, if that makes sense. I, I do feel, um, you know, divine time and we're put in the right places with the right people where we're meant to be. So that was kind of in my late teens, early 20s. And then I find myself, um, you know, sitting in various circles, church circles, other circles, I find myself having various mentors. Um, Some, may I add, were very well received and encouraging and others were not so. And I thank both the different energies and the different types. The simple fact I learn not what to do and that's the way I teach. I would not allow myself to make anyone feel uncomfortable you said earlier we work in our own unique way if we all work the same way it would just be quite boring to be fair because you know we are individual we are our own spirit we are the essence of a divine spark so we should all be working differently um yes you know we sing from the same hymn sheet at the same time the blend of us is different to to somebody else so I, i feel rarely you get excited once you start talking about it, don't you, Courtney? Yeah, it, it's absolutely. just like, you know, when people ask you things, there's lots of different things and different scenarios that you can fit fit into it and think, yeah, when did it actually start? But I feel looking back, it was when I looked out at the moon, even though I wasn't aware of it. I was aware of shadows and figures in the room. Again, not thinking too much of it. And the turning point was when my grandmother passed that kind of got me on the journey and as well with my sister-in-law buying me the tarot deck. So I just feel it was all instrumented from the great world of spirit. Absolutely. And I really, I really um, agree with you that most of us that do this work or get into this work, it's kind of like we've stumbled upon it or it's presented itself in a way that we just know it's the right time to embrace it and explore it and see where the path leads us. You know, some people go, how did you know you're a medium? I said, I didn't. Um, yeah, exactly. I was so- you don't think about labels. Like, I mean, I was seeing spirit when I was three, I was seeing shadows. I was seeing people objectively. I would tell my mom and she's like, there's nobody there, Courtney. But then it happens so many times that there was something to it. But I never thought of myself as psychic or medium, honestly, until I was in my early thirties, I thought, oh my goodness. Yeah. And I don't think you do. I think you're right there as well. I I don't, believe we label ourselves as anything we we just have this path what is evolving in front of us and we're following it and even when we work mediumistically I don't feel it's very often we actually say I am a medium I am this I am that because it's such a a diverse subject really because you've got people who believe people who are skeptical and that's absolutely fine as well and even yourself as you know Courtney as you're unfolding we never stop learning yeah um we're always you know evolving and and learning great things from other people and I would say the studious scholar learning new things and and that's what we are we never you know I I feel a good medium is is a teacher and a student to be fair we're in this great universal energy the power and if, if we think we know everything, then whether it's to do with our mediumship or our everyday life, you, you can never stop learning. And, and what is the point in being here if we've not got things to learn? Um, and, and when you go on, it is the passion that we all have, isn't it? And it's not like, oh, I'm a, I'm a special person. People think like they call it the gift. And sometimes I do struggle with that word gift because... Me too. Um, 
I know a lot of people call it a gift. If you have a gift, you should tell people this, this and this. But it's not our job. We have a personal responsibility. You know, our, our aim as a medium comes under the umbrella of so many different things because, yeah. you know, we've got empathy. Um, people are grieving. Um, people want to know about their life path. And, you know, people will hold on to every word that you say. And you've got responsibilities within yourself to give that information in the correct way, which comes over to us. And for that person to be empowered as well, because, you know, no one can take that right away from anybody of having their own free will and their choice of what they do. But I always say a reading and, you know, with mediumship, tarot, psychic work, you know, it, it is a healing process and it's yeah. from words, it's from actions, but it's also about what we feel energetically at that moment. And, you know, we we are in control. We are the voice for spirit and we are the voice for the recipient. But also, you know, we do have that personal responsibility of, you know, our our life sometimes is in the recipient's hands, but in a nice way, because like you say, we we work in that gentle, compassionate, understanding way. And as long as we work in our truth, if we're feeling something, seeing it or just know it, then we can only speak and work in our truth. And that's what makes an authentic medium, I believe. That's what makes a good medium. Mm -hmm. That's what makes a good psychic, a good tarot reader, a good oracle card reader to, to actually have the compassion and the the knowledge to actually listen, listen within and just know yourself to be, you know, the the vehicle, the vessel, the person who is going to support and, and nurture. And, and that's what it's about. We're, we're, we're all healers, whether we're a medium or not. It's our spoken word. It's the way we behave. It's our it's our awareness. It's the awakening of the spirit. If we're not aware of our own awareness, we cannot be aware of the recipient or that of the spirit world. And it's a learning curve. It's not the gift of being able to be the medium. It's the gift of the awareness of self. Absolutely. Uh, well said. Like I can't, I, can't add, I can't add to that because it's well said. You know, and I struggle too, Bronya, with that term gift because... I honestly don't think it's a gift. And some for myself, I don't think it's a gift. Um, sometimes it hasn't felt like a gift. But, you no. know, when you go through so many of the different um, highs and lows and in-betweens and, you know, there's challenges that come with being mediumistic, particularly, you know, even just how you view the world and how your mindset changes and even the increase in the sensitivity. Um, oh my gosh, my yeah. sensitivity. It, I mean, it's even affected to the foods I can eat and cannot eat. Yeah, um, people, don't, people don't know or know about that stuff because it's not really talked about. And I really think that mediumship can be a gift for the person on the receiving end of that Definitely. contact. Yes. Yeah. I like that. The gift of the person on the receiving end, because yeah. like you say, we, we haven't got a magic wand. We haven't got all the answers. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've got sincerity of motive, then it carries you forward, you know, as a, as a medium, as an individual, as a healer, whoever you are. But as you say, it doesn't always feel like a gift because, you know, we we want to be of service. That's what we're being. We're being of a service. We we want to bring the loved one forward who the recipient desperately wants to hear from. We want to have the answers. We want to heal the person. We want them to feel better. But, you know, there are times with our human existence, as you say, the challenges that a medium goes through, you know, we, we don't just sit and wait for people to come to us or, you know, lord over everyone in a demonstration. We're, we're, working and living a, a family life a, a life of this human existence and we're not special people we're just no. people who have had an opportunity to be the voice and the, the vehicle for spirit and you know again I, I feel as well that's why you know we don't always talk about mediumship on an open platform because a lot of people just say that you talk to the dead but we can't die for the life of you, like Gordon Smith will say. Yes, and I, I yeah. love that. I love that phrase. Me too. And, Me too. And, and you know, um, it, it's just again a personal experience. But as long as you're truthful and honest, I don't feel you can be any, anything else. And uh, yeah. if you know, it's all about energy. And when you get into it, it, it is the passion. It is the knowledge. It is the the awareness of who you are and what this world is about and again what is this world about is it two worlds is it one world how do we look at it you know it, it just opens up a minefield of everything I love it love it 
It is. It is a minefield because when you first start getting into, I'll call it for, you know, this label, which I'm not into labels, but for yes, our discussion, yeah. the intuitive arts, whether it be psychic work, mediumistic, crystal healing, tarot, whatever it is, energy work. Um, I really think that we move into this space where our awareness opens to a degree that sometimes it's a little, it is, it's like mind boggling and you try to make sense of it all. And that's why I think it's great when we have, you know, podcasts like this and people who are coming to share their experiences because it helps open the doors to people's understanding where, you know, when I was having experiences when I was younger, there was honestly nobody that I could talk to about it. One, growing up in a Christian home, oh my God, are you kidding me? That was not going to be talked about, Uh, especially when I got older. And then, you know, there's all these fears that come around it too. So it's nice to have these platforms and places like the Arthur Family College and online schools, et cetera, that we have now today where people can get the knowledge and the understanding and get the answers to these questions or these perplexities that they have and make sense of it. But, you know, I always tell people, um, you know, I teach from my own experience and what resonates today, my understanding today will most likely change and evolve in a year or 10 years, et cetera, because we're these spiritual beings that are having a human experience. And part of that human growth is about the evolvement of the soul, which comes through those, you know, living experience, those practical moments that we have where life throws us lots of challenges. And then you start mixing in the other world and these other, can I say, realities. Um, It can be, it can be mind boggling sometimes, but yet through, I think, grounded approaches and practical teachings with somebody who's kind of level-headed, they can help you kind of fine-tune it and make sense of it and recognize, yeah, there really is this partnership with the unseen world in our day-to-day life if we allow it. Again, if we allow it, and like you said, the more open we are, and I love where you're putting your hands together, and it is just the blend, isn't it? When we yeah. when we have that perfect blend with the spirit world, it is bringing the spirit alive and, you know, you almost become the spirit and which is lovely. And you, you wish you could get that blend absolutely 100% all the time. But again, as you say, it changes day to day. It's about energy. It's about w- what the spirit world is about, what we are about. And, yeah. and this is what makes it lovely, as you say, the coming together with like-minded people where we can share our experiences because every experience is different. And I don't feel you should take anyone's experience away from them because that is their experience. And many mediums, well, all us mediums, we all work differently. I mean, I would start with saying I'm very much clairsentience where I would feel spirit drawn close to me. Well, again, in the early days, you tend to hang on to one of the clairsentience, the clairvoyance, the clairaudience, because that's your safety zone. But of course, as you know, the spirit world will evolve and we will move with them. And we work in lots of different ways. So again, when you first start out, it is like, what well, am I seeing this? Am I feeling it? Do I know this? And you you have to work with your unique blend. What is right for you isn't right with somebody else. And, you know, again, with the tarot, a lot of people don't like the tarot. They're frightened of the tarot. A lot of people love the tarot. A lot of tutors um, don't like the tarot. They say it should just be mediumship. But again, the, the tarot is a tool, same as any oracle deck, which is something to focus on. It is a, a storyboard of our life. And that's what I'll always say in my readings. And I've been doing the tarot for about 30 years now, and I never stop learning. It's a it's a tool for someone to look at. I say it's your story unfolding. It's to do with people in your life. It's aspects of you. Working with the numerology, it brings in months. It brings in dates. The colours, it's very visual. It's very beautiful. Um, you know, and, and it is a timeline of events. It's not fortune telling. No, yeah. no oracle reading is rarely fortune telling because that's not what we're here to do. It's an insight into that information in our auric field, what is around us. And, you know, you for me, you have to be psychic to be a medium. I, I don't feel I agree. anyone can be a medium without being psychic because you have to have that feeling and that connection. And, and also with the tarot, what I love about the tarot is, is when you're developing with the tarot, very often, um, for example, if you bring up the emperor card, you could feel a, a, a guide from the spirit world. So anyone who's really open spiritually and open-minded 
you can bring the guide and work forward with the guide. Where if, if someone was not sure it was their first reading, I wouldn't suddenly appear with a guide for them and give them that information because that would blow their mind. They wouldn't yeah. have an understanding of it. So exactly. again, you, you're the greatest intelligence. You're you're working with that energetically. And a you know the six of cups. It's normally mediumistic abilities. And a grandmother would come forward from the spirit world, and you would sense that from the energy of the card. So you know, you, you, yes, you don't need the tarot to bring through mediumship, you know, because mediumship in its own right is obviously a pure channel, but not everyone understands mediumship. Not everyone actually um, would like a message from the spirit world, but they actually right. want to know on a psychic level, energetically, where are they in their life? They're, they're at a low point. Is their positivity coming? Again, we're not fortune telling, but energetically, a good psychic and a good medium will pick information up. And, and again, it's not taking anyone's power away. We empower that recipient. You know, it's sometimes they just need to understand. And, and I always say, record your reading, because when you listen back, it's not my voice they'll hear, it's their own voice. And it's them yeah. talking to themselves because they have the answers. Sometimes we just need it reaffirming. But the tarot go back years and years. I mean, it is a tool of divination. I can't even say that word because I can't say big words because That's I then start going Whoo, like that. But people in my groups laugh because I go, can't do big words. I know them, but I speak so quickly. I can't That's okay. stick them out. But that's when did, me. When did you begin working with the tarot, like professionally? And how did you decide, okay, I'm going to start working professionally with the tarot? Yeah, professionally, it was just into my 20s because at 16, I just rarely got into them. And I, I sat in a development group to, to learn more about the tarot with a, a good actual medium as well. Um, very much mediumistic qualities there as well. And, and again, it's your own intuition. So you can only, as you will agree, you can only teach people so much um, because, you know, the greatest teacher is the spirit world. Yes. And also our own intuition and our own unique way of working. And we know that, but we still need guidance and support. So our kind of focus is to support and guide people. So getting back to what you said, Courtney, um, that was probably when I was around about 24. I worked professionally with the tarot. Um, but again, not on a big scale. I mean, yep. um, just reading for friends and people who I knew and friends of friends. And then they would start recommending me and um you know, then it kind of opened up a little bit more and then it just kind of found me more and more. And I just had this draw to to read tarot professionally. And, and that's what I done. And the mediumistic abilities unfolded with that. Um, and then I obviously got into crystals as well and studied really hard for my crystals. I mean, people may just look at a crystal and think, oh, this is a crystal, but it's energy. It, you yeah. know, evolved from the earth crust. And again, if, if you resonate with crystals, you can resonate with it. If you resonate with the power of the tarot, there's so much information, but you have to believe. If you Absolutely. don't believe, then rarely there's, for me, there's no point in having a reading or working with something because you, you've got to want to feel it. You've got to want to have that power and that enthusiasm to work with it. But the tarot is just like, well, amazing. I, I, I love it. And, you know, I want to pick, priestess. I, I, want, I want to, I, want, I love the high priestess card. I want to pick your brain a little bit about the tarot. Um, you know, today there's like hundreds of different tarot cards. You know, there's, there's, you know, and the most popular one would be the Rider Waite. Do you have a preference of a card? Well, I have many decks, as you can imagine, like we all do. Yeah. Um, but if I'm honest, I, I stay with the Rider Waite because okay. it's something that everyone can look at. Um, I've got people in my group, they've got the witchy tarot, they've got, you know, the green yeah. man, loads. And, and you should still go for what resonates with you. But on an everyday level, how I would read professionally, I would use the Rider Waite deck because it's something that um, doesn't really scare people. It's something that is quite easy to look at on the eye, um, easy to explain as well. So the way I work with the tarot, I do explain the cards to people because I always say if you've got an interest, you can go and research the card. You, if you have another reading with someone else, you can see if the same cards come out because energetically yep. it should happen to be fair if the universe is working on the great parallel level, which we, you know, know that it does. Yep. 
you should rarely all be working on the same wavelength. And with, with the rider weight deck, it's just easy to look at. The cards aren't too big, so people can shuffle the cards. And, you know, people, it's easy on the eye. Um, but again, if someone came to me and they particularly wanted a, a different energy, I may well be drawn to get a different card deck out of my drawer and say, would you like to work with these today? Um, and again, at angels there's lovely angelic decks out there isn't there if someone was particularly resonating with the angels you know again you use your intuition don't you Courtney and if yeah. you feel it um you, you will go with it but I would generally say for people who want to look at the tarot and learn the tarot it's it's a easy tool to look at and to to evolve with on, on a deeper level and a kind of it's a bit like a quickening really um what you see is what you get Okay. The rider weight. Whereas the other decks, I feel once you're more familiar with the rider weight, you can then reach out and um, get another deck because the Golden Dawn, are you familiar with the Golden Dawn? Deck, yes, Courtney? yes, that's an old deck. Oh, that is, isn't it? And um, Alistair Crowley, oh my goodness, he had different take on things, didn't he? Yes. And, um, <laughs> you know, if, if you read for them cards for someone coming for the first time, especially if, you know, that was their first experience, they they would probably be a little bit freaked out by looking at the um, Alistair Crowley um, Golden Dawn deck. But um, for us more, I don't like using the word experience, but us more who's evolved down the path. Yeah. It's something that, um, again, we can learn and get our teeth into a little bit more. But I, I love the tarot. And I love it. How and when did you start like working mediumistically with the tarot? I feel that was always there, to be fair. I, I don't think I actually thought about it too much because when I was reading with people, it would just naturally evolve there were, I felt a presence around me and I would be aware of a gentleman or a lady and feeling the sense and in the very early days I used to say oh I'm going all goosey I'm feeling cold I mean I still feel that now but I don't I don't bring that out into the open but it, it's a lovely sensation to have that feeling where you know within your own awareness there's someone else who's joined you so I feel it was always there Courtney but I didn't think too much about it and and then I feel when I had more readings with with mediums and they were saying about my mediumship and a lot of mediums who read for me said you don't need the cards and I thought I know what I don't need the cards to connect but there is a need for the cards um for people and also um I love it I, I can't draw um, I've been told that I could be a psychic artist, but, you know, it is a potential within me, maybe, but I don't yep. feel that is my journey. So for me, uh, the tarot is like my um, substitute for not being able to do psychic art in a way, because that's, <laughs> you know, I love the colours, I love the features on there and numerology. I just love the numerology. And and when I work with the tarot, um, some people tell me to slow down and I do try, but you know what it's like, Courtney, when you're in the flow, you just different downloads. To, yes. Yeah. And when you're working mediumistically, if you've got that blend, if that's just smack bang there and you know, the lovely mother is with you and you can feel the presence and how she passed and what she'd done and the closeness with the family, you, you feel it. You can't stop that flow. Whereas when there's a little bit of uncertainty, it can be with the recipient. It can be with us as the medium sometimes because, yeah. again, we're overthinking things and it's, it's not our job to think. I always say in my groups, you know, don't think, just link. Um, but Oh, know, I love that. I'm going to, yeah. you should coin that phrase. I'm stealing yes. that from you. Yeah, you can, you can. <laughs> and, and, and I say that, don't think, as I say, because when we're thinking, that's what we're doing and they're not our thoughts we're that channel but our human side will come in and I feel all the you know every medium will do it I, I don't care what anyone say we, we, we're all kind of guilty of it bringing our own thoughts because our human brain interferes because we yes. then want to be part of that story and think oh you know oh that's lovely or why is that and and we just have to allow ourselves to be in that flow and and so I feel again we learn from all our readings all our healings you know all our mediumistic work on platform or one-to-ones you I never take anything for granted and I, I don't know about you Courtney you, you always at the end of a reading or a platform session or whatever you've been doing you do think about it I know we always say switch Absolutely. off 
you want to feel you've done a good job. You want to know yes. that you've helped that person. You've been of service and, you know, you, you've made their life and their light a little bit lighter and brighter. And that's what we're about. But, you know, the day I don't stop worrying or thinking or getting nervous before I go on platform with the old collie wobbles and what have you, or even for one-to-one reading, it's a day to give it up, really, because, you know, yeah. it's that excitement. It's that energy. It's them solar plexus going, isn't it? And, I agree. And you're ready to work. And, you know, Absolutely. it's just lovely sharing the stories. So, yeah. Absolutely. And you said a comment that my mentor actually told me forever, uh, a long time ago, and she still says it today. The day that she's been doing this for about 40 years professionally, and she said, the day I get on the platform and I'm not nervous or a little bit anxious, she said, that's the day that I need to hang up the hat and stop doing the work. Because I think it's that nervousness and that desire to serve and do well that keeps you kind of say kind of in the game and in the right headspace because it's really not about us it's not about performing exactly and And this is the thing it starts to get um and again it's it's how it is at the moment where some of the sincerity of motive has been taken away because a lot of it is seen more of entertainment value and it's not rarely what that is because it's not but again it does get portrayed in that way sometimes and again I always say if the spirit world said to me okay Bronya today you're going to have seven communications first one's going to be grandmother a little bit difficult next one's going to be a, a father next one is going to be a friend a work colleague you know when you're you're going to do all right one you're going to do all right and, you know, everyone will be there for you. you. We always know everyone's there for us. Yeah. And I think you could relax a little bit more. But let's face it, Courtney, that's not how it works. You know, with yeah. the spirit world, we are that open channel. We, we are being of service. And it is a joy to work with the spirit world. But it's our human side that d- doesn't want to disappoint. And it's nothing to do with ego. And everyone has to have an ego to stand up or to even speak. Yeah. And I know... That gets talked about a lot in the profession, in any profession. But it's just that you don't want to disappoint anybody. And that's our human side. You know, spirit is never going to let us down. We're never going to let anyone down. But it's that kind of energy we feel within where we... We want to do the best job we can do. We do. It's not about being the best. It's not about that. It's about do, being the best you can be in that given moment. And Absolutely. that's all you can do. And as long as you're truthful, that's all you can be. And, you know, yes, you'd like to get every message spot on contact, um, you know, everything, amazing evidence. Well, that's not going to happen all the time and all the worker mediums out there wherever we are on our journey that that's how it is it's energy it's us it's the spirit world it's people around us it and no two dems no two readings no two healings are the same because it's just a different blend and how we get on isn't it and I feel the more honest people are about that because it is and and going back to the gift a a gift is unwrapped a gift is there to open a gift is to open the box and see what's inside that is no different as you say from the spirit world but we are offering a openness a energy a, a present and being present in the moment to the recipient Absolutely. I totally agree. In tarot, I love cards, by the way, too. I have, um, I will admit it. Sometimes I don't even know why I'm embarrassed about it, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I have over 40 decks. Yeah. Well, I love them. I have two, to be fair. I have tarot decks, oracle card decks, angel cards, and I absolutely love them. And I remember when I started working with um, my mediumistic abilities, actually doing formal training, I still always gravitated to the oracle card decks. And my first deck was the Soul Journey deck, uh, Oracle Cards by James Von Prock. I still have that deck. And I have retired it from my private readings because uh, <laughs> I do just just card readings too. But I actually will bring it out from time to time in my development circle that I teach and in one of them. And I loved it because 
at first, when I started developing my mediumship, again, we work through a lot of those insecurities. We lack confidence. And it's the cards that, can I say, make it feel more tangible when yes. we're starting to work. And often recipients, you know, like you said earlier too, Bronya, some people don't want a contact from the spirit world. They'd rather have something that's more tangible. And the cards, they serve a purpose and they meet a need. Yes. And I recognized in within myself that when I started getting comfortable with the cards, I was really getting a lot of the information, not psychically, but from the spirit world. And I thought, okay, so then I started practicing on family, friends, neighbors, whatever, people that I knew, which I don't do now. I don't read for people I know. Um, that's my own thing. But I really started to use the cards as a tool. And then one day, Spirit Courtney, you don't need them. Mm. I know, but I really like them. <laughs> I really like them. And so I've actually have a service now where um, I do a hybrid. So half mediumship, half intuitive card rating, because I'm like, people really like the cards. Yes. And, and people, it is involvement, isn't it? And, yeah. You know, like you say, some people love the cards, other people are not sure about them, but you're offering what your service is, aren't you? You know, Absolutely. you're offering to people, this, this is, you know, what I can offer and this is what you would like from me because one size doesn't fit all, does it? No, and I find that there's some people, especially newcomers, I'll say people have never had a reading before, they're not sure if they want mediumship or a tarot card reading. So I actually will offer both and I try to separate them. Yes. Um, so when I'm working psychically, I'm working psychically with the cards. But I'll tell you, more often than not, I start picking up on spirit right away. Yeah. And I feel when they are coming for even that hybrid reading, which there is mediumship in it, that's just one of my offerings that it's kind of okay. They've in some way given their consent, their permission to hear from the spirit world too, because mm. they've signed up partially, they're going to be getting a message from spirit. Then I might say, well, this card, you know, this is what it means, but you know, your uncle here or your, your mother here or your daughter here, or your sister here, they're telling me and they, and I share what they have to say relating to the card. And, you know, I don't know why, but would you maybe share on why there's some taboo with mediums working with cards for me? I personally don't have an issue with it. I do think that uh, for some people it can become a crutch where they can't work with spirit without the cards. Yeah. But I think, yeah. Um, I think you're right. It's it's a personal choice, isn't it? Um, yeah. Again, you mentioned it right at the beginning of the podcast. We're, we're all unique and we're going to work different ways. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're all going to have a personal opinion in life. It doesn't matter what it's about. So again, sometimes if it doesn't feel right for one medium or another person to work with the cards, then it's absolutely right for them. But for someone else, if it feels right for yourself and me, Again, it's the way that we're guided to work. And Mavis Batilla worked with the tarot and, yep. you know, fantastic tutor at the, the college. And, you know, um, she's in spirit world now, as many people will know anyway. But, you know, massive respect, like, again, broaden your horizons. And this is what you're doing with your services and what you offer. You know, one size doesn't fit all. What, what would you like? You know, what make it clear to me what you would like, you know, because it's not about us. It is about the recipient. And, you know, some people don't understand the difference between psychic and mediumship and tarot, oracle cards, a loved one in the spirit world coming through. They don't know the mechanics of mediumship and how it works. So mm -hmm. part of the journey today for, for upcoming mediums and people of the younger generation is to educate people um, to say, you know, if this, if you don't understand, let me help you understand. Let me explain. Is there anything that doesn't make sense to you? What would you like to know? Because let's face it, if if we're we're searching, the soul seeker, we're looking for something. We need things validated. Sometimes we need to understand the process of something. If you're making a cake. You need to know the ingredients to put in it, yes. don't you? So, you know, anyone who comes to me who's never had a reading before, I do my utmost best to explain how I work. I know everyone works differently, but, you know, 
the understanding of it to put that person at ease because you can't just say come in sit down off you go because they're, they're putting their trust in you whether they've Absolutely. come for a reading before the the trust element between the recipient and the the medium the tarot consultant the oracle card reader the crystal healer the reiki you know you're, you're trusting someone and, yes. and this is the thing you, you're putting your trust there so you, it's our job again sincerity of motive to say this is what I'm about. You know, this is the way that I work. This is my understanding. Does that make sense to you? And and how can I help you? How can I be of service? And that's lovely too, because I know many, many people in the spiritual space, they just feel like the cards, whether it be Oracle, Angel, or Tarot, should not be mixed with mediumship. Bronya and I are both sharing with you that it's totally okay. If it resonates for you, then go ahead and do it. Whatever helps you tap into those psychic and mediumistic abilities where you can link, share information, be of service, and help your fellow man or woman, help that person, your client, help them in whatever way in their healing, their understanding, their personal growth, then you've met the needs of your client and that's what it's all about. Exactly. It's not up to us. It's it's up to us to, you know, nurture and educate. And, yeah. and also every reading is different, Courtney. So I may well have spirit at the beginning of the reading. I may well have spirit in the middle of the reading. I may well have spirit at the end. I may not have anyone who's joined me from the spirit world. It doesn't mean they're not there, but the needs of the client, the needs of the recipient is what has happened in that reading, in that healing. If you say the same all the time, then we're not going to be working energetically in our truth, are we? So again, I've tried many different ways, probably the same as you, Courtney. I'll work with the cards, then I'll bring spirit in. No, I'll work with spirit first, then I'll bring the cards in. And, you know, when we're at the students at the college, we'll be, you know, thrown out our comfort zone a little bit and asked to work one way and bring this way. And it's good because it it gets you working harder. But again, you know... for me, every message can't be the same. It, I might not be aware of mother in the first instance. I might be aware of a beautiful energy. She's not telling me it's mother. She might tell me later on. I'm not going to guess anything if I don't. If I don't get mother at the beginning, I'm not going to say. It. And and this is the thing. I don't. I don't feel we have to converse with. You know, you have to do it this way, this way, this way. It's good to have direction and instructions, but it's not going to be the same all the time. And if we're not familiar with that experience, and we're going to be a little bit thinking, which is what happens in our development and our, our mediumship. Oh, I've not felt this before. I've not seen this before. What does that mean to me? And you know, this is the thing. We're, we're always, I always feel we're polishing up everything. Absolutely. That, that's what we do in life. We, you know, you, you hover up to clear the clutter, you dust yes. to clear the clutter. No different with our mediumship. We're, we're working energetically to, to clear the things we're not too sure about, clear the fog, clear the feeling of why we're seeing this and learning from the no's. I don't mind a no. I don't mind not getting the clearest communication. I'd like to get them clear all the time, but hands up, I I don't always get a clear communication and it's in the ones that don't come as clear that you learn the most. Absolutely. And and that's what I love because you think, oh, thank you, Spirit. I've, I've got that night. Thank you for that. And in the sharing I always think of Care Bears, Sharon, Karen, at the college, when we all put together from all over the world, you know, you come away as friends, don't you? And and Absolutely. It's like the giant Hogwarts, isn't it, where (laughs) witches and wizards come together and, you know, the the dining table calls you to sit somewhere. You're, You're drawn to work with that person in the room and you're drawn to be in the groups. And, you know, if, if you could rewind the week and start the week at the beginning, I'm sure we would have had a lot more conversations. But the thing is, we were busy working, busy going home. Totally. And, and, and this is the thing about mediums. You know, we, we do live normal lives. We're, we're a normal person. We've not got yep. a special badge. We're, we're yep. not got any. We're, we're not special. We're just 
I won't say normal, but we laugh and what, what is normal. We're just <laughs> we're just living this human experience and um, been fortunate enough to, you know, discover our, our spiritual path and um, the awareness unfolding within us. Definitely. Do you have any tips for those listeners that are, are listening here to our episode of how they can maybe start their journey with the tarot? I feel go into a tarot shop, bookshop, crystal shop, whatever you've got near you, spiritual shop. You, you can obviously get cards from Amazon and different places, but go in and really be drawn to what deck you're drawn to. And I know I said the Rider Waite deck. I'm still going to say it's a good deck to get. It's a bit like the dictionary. You know, it, it's a good tool. It's something good and solid to have in your toolbox. But also be guided to another deck. Don't think about it. Just be drawn to that energy. And if you can afford it, buy both decks. And when you go home, sit in your room, wherever you feel comfortable and get both decks out and look at the cards and look at the different energies on them and what you're picking up from them and, you know, and and start to draw a card for the day and see how you felt for the day and then read the little book because we all read the manual at the beginning and read the book. But before you read the book, write down your thoughts to see how that card made you feel that day and and you'll just know that you'll be in sync and as you know Courtney that just all blends together and you know work on yourself and be happy and say you know what what is going to present itself to me today how are things going to pan out today um and it is it's not fortune telling I do have to say that again because a lot of people will poo-poo it because they say it's fortune telling it's not it's our auric field it's our energy everything as you know Courtney is in our auric field our information past present opportunities that may well present themselves to you and just because something's an opportunity it doesn't mean it's going to happen it's there as a potential if you wish to pursue it Absolutely. And I always use that word potential, not prediction. Because actually in Canada, under the criminal code of Canada, it's illegal to do predictions. So I will have people call me quite frequently for tarot readings. Um, Can you tell me about my future? Is this relationship going to work? This, that. And I say the cards, when I'm working with the cards, I'm working psychically. I will be able to tune into your past, your present and your potential future. Well, what does that mean? Your auric field contains all of the information about where you've been, where you are and where you may go. But if we understand that we each have free will and based on the information that comes through those cards, cards are a tool to mm-hmm. reveal to us that which lies within us yes and that's and just brilliant it's, it's the truth they, they reveal to the us truth. what's within us and that with that information it really gives us this glimpse this looking in the mirror where we can see wow you know what I didn't know my life was heading this way I'm going to take the suggestions the guidance that comes from this card reading and I'm going to change my path Nothing is set in stone, you know, and I know that there's been so much taboo and there's mixed feelings about the tarot, but I have found it personally to be so healing and Mm. comforting and supportive in addition to my relationship with the spirit world. But sometimes, you know, like as mediums, as intuitives, as healers, as sensitive, we have days where, you know what? We don't feel like we're on our game. We don't feel like we're super clear and we need some guidance. We need some support now. Yes. And the cards meet that need. Definitely. And I, again, just, you know, you're speaking, your truth is exactly right. We we do have days where we don't feel on our game, as you say. And again, we take personal responsibility for ourselves and, and our clients who come to us. And again, what you say it is a potential of somebody no no one has the right no individual has the right to say what you should be doing what your life path should be because again it's not down to any one person to have that that key to to say that to unlock the door and say this is your journey this potentially could come but again if it feels right for you if this is where you're going and and again a lot of people talk about health and I'm not a GP I'm not a GP I can't yeah I can't prescribe health things because it's not it's not my my job to do that and nor would I it's not Mm -hmm. it's not what it's about And, and this is the thing with this work Courtney being a medium and a psychic it's personal responsibility 
how you act as an individual and and if it feels right for you you do it and if it doesn't you don't and and you know again energetically we're not always going to um, blend with everybody because it, it's not that no one likes anybody it's energetically where it is totally. and if you're not picking up anything you can't make anything up you can't demand anything you can ask and but if it's not meant to be I'm sorry it's not meant to be because we're human and you know we're, we're honest and true so again one of my mentors was very hard on me in the early days and from a church circle but I can see why she was hard on me because she wanted to allow me the freedom to explore, the freedom to be me, but also allowing me to know that, you know, standing you in good stead will help you on your journey. So, um, again, it's um, we're blessed for the people that we've had and and still have on, on our journey, really. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Bronya, it has been so nice to have you on the show. Thank can you. Can you let my listeners know how they can get in touch with you? Oh, yes. Um, I've got my website, um, which is bronyawest.co.uk. So you'll find me there. Um, you can email me at um, info at bronyawest.co.uk. I am on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. And there's not many Bronyas, to be fair. So, um, putting in b-r-o-n-i-a and west is um you know quite easy to find um because my name is actually polish even though i don't uh-huh. have any polish um relatives um but funny enough i am doing some work online with a lady called honorata um in poland so that's quite interesting that is. So what I'm going to do, listeners, is I'm going to link Branya's website and social media accounts in the show notes. So if you're interested in a mediumship reading, learning about crystals, doing a tarot, reading with her, any classes, get in touch with her. She's amazing. And heads up, her and I are working on something, perhaps an online course. So stay tuned. If you haven't already, subscribe to my newsletter and you'll be in the first to know of our upcoming events potentially. So Mm. stay tuned, everybody. And thank you, Bronya, so much for coming on the show and sharing your voice with my listeners. And thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.